Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about freedom or personal choice. And the average everyday American the affirmative task we have now, uh, create a new world order. Got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You wanna know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. It's, it's like popping up everywhere. Um, I'm your host, Joe Oltman. I'm joined with uh, the Fed. The Fed. <laughs> Fed boy. Fed boy. Jake Frejo. Good What's evening. Going on? How you doing? Good. Yeah, you were writing it wrong in the comments. It's wee woo, wee woo, not woo wee, woo wee. I did it. Wee woo, wee woo. Yeah, I was just looking on Rumble. You were doing woo wee. I missed wee-wee. the wee at the beginning, right? You're, did butchering, say that? The, you're butchering the culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but politics, uh. as I said, uh, are downstream from culture. So if we can seize the culture, we'll seize the politics, Joe. I think you're doing a good job of that. Hey, listen, I just found out. <laughs> so I had somebody call me. The, the, the woke left is trying to cancel us from Twitch. <laughs> That's fine. Primarily they're, on Rumble. Anyway. They're actually writing articles about it. So if you're on Twitch and you're watching us, obviously you need to go somewhere else and look at it too if they decide to get... Uh, you know, do that. I don't think they will. Uh, we don't say anything very controversial other than the fact that a reckoning is coming and it is coming. Um, and there's a couple of great things that are happening today. Then we're going to get straight into, um, Elon Musk. He is, he is literally one of the only, he is the billionaire that was never supposed to be the billionaire. (laughs) And he's a fantastic (laughs) troll, but, but, but I want to say this because uh, you know, I want to give some shouts out to things that are happening right now. Um, from 12 to 3 o'clock today at the Capitol in Denver, Mike Lindell will be joined, I think, by Steve Bannon. I'm not sure, but I think Steve Bannon will be there. Mr. Producer, if you have A15, we have the flyer. Yeah, here we go. We so um, we have Rep. Ron Hanks is going to be there. Sharona Bishop will be there. GOP candidate for Secretary of State. Tina Peters will be there. Mike Lindell will be there. Um, we will have a very, very, very large security team that will be there. And people are, are coming in from all over the state and all over the country um, to, to be at this rally. Um, they call it a rally. I'm going to call it a protest. Um, y- y- and, and that brings me to the next thing. The right? left will call it an insurrection. Yeah. So you just meet in the middle. So that, that brings me to the next thing, right? And so the next thing is this. I want you to know that, you know, I had a conversation with a couple of people that said, Joe, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of distancing ourselves from you because of what they're writing about you in the internet, in the, in the news. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I go, so you believe that stuff too then? And they go, no, 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 no. And I go, I, I don't want to have a conversation with you. I don't even want to have a conversation with you. You, you want to distance yourself from me for that? And they said, well, you know, um, you're getting attacked pretty hard. I'm the one getting attacked. I'm the one that's standing up. Well, oh, I'm sorry. You want me to just sit back and be quiet. You want me to do what the left wants me to do. And they're like, no, that's not what I'm saying. And I was like, okay, tell me what you're saying. Well, Joe, you keep talking about election fraud. 
Yeah, because I work the problem, because I stay focused on the problem. Well, Joe, what if you're wrong? And I go, okay, what if I'm wrong? What, what, if, what if I am wrong? Obviously, they didn't watch the episode yesterday. If, if I'm wrong, then I need to take all of this mountains of evidence and thousands of people across the country that have come forward with affidavits, thousands, and we need to throw all of that in the trash. The left are liars. Let's just call them what they are. You want me to let them steal all the candy in the candy store, and you want me to be okay with it. Well, Joe, the Bible says... Okay, let me tell you what the Bible says. I'm going to give it to you. Number one, David did not run down the hill and defeat Goliath. He didn't run down the hill and defeat Goliath by throwing cupcakes at him. (laughs) He had the cupcake for you. Open your mouth. And he didn't choke on it. He got hit with a rock. And then after he killed Goliath, he picked up his head and he chopped it off. And he did that with God's blessing. You know, everyone th- seems to think that we have to become the, the pacifist. The church was never designed to be a pacifist. Gr- it, it was never designed to be that. It was, it was designed to control the mores of society, to dictate ethics and morals, not to bend to the ethics and morals that are put in front of us and say, ah, oh, let's just do that. You want to know why? You know, this calls themselves a Christian nation. We call ourselves a Christian nation. We call ourselves a Christian nation. People go to church, do whatever they want Monday through Saturday and beg for forgiveness on Sunday. That's not what it means to be a Christian. Being a Christian is not sacrificing your children, quite literally sacrificing your children, quite literally sacrificing your children to the devil himself. You, you want me to just be quiet. You want me to not stand up. You want me to not say the quiet part out loud. Well, Joe, just don't say it out loud. Why? What are we, what are we, what are we waiting for? Is this, is this some sort of game? Am I supposed to just at some point say, hey, listen, let's, let's let the weaklings out there that are destroying our children, destroying our society, making, making it very difficult for people to even live their lives, for the, for the most vulnerable among us to not even be able to eat Am I supposed to just let that happen? And so I say to this guy who is a, uh, was running for office, and he, he's a friend. Actually, what I said to him is, you're no longer my friend. You have become my enemy. And he's like, Joe, I'm not your enemy. No, you have become my enemy. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have the courage to stand side by side with me, then when I'm in battle, I'm by myself. I can't stand shoulder to shoulder with you. Well, when the time comes, no, no, the time has already come. It's already come. And we can crack jokes and we can have a good time, but at the end of the day, these people want to take everything from you and they hate you. And we can pray for them, but make no mistake, we are in a battle. They have declared war on us, and they declared war on us long ago. It didn't just happen yesterday. It happened long ago. So I'm not going to stop being spicy. I'm not going to stop standing up and telling you the truth. I'm not going to stop telling you to work the problem. And by the way, I don't think it's a negative at all. I think that there is a great reckoning in front of us, upon us. 
But I think there's two ways God can take us. God can take us down the, the path of judgment, and he can say, oh, God doesn't judge you. Yes, he does. He absolutely does. He judges you by what you do and what you don't do, and, and, and whether or not you ask for forgiveness. Well, I'll beg for forgiveness after the fight is done. And I'm very comfortable with the consequences that I'll face when I stand in front of, my, of God. And when Jesus says to me, hey, listen, why'd you do this? I'm going to say, listen, because unselfishly, we have to learn to serve those in our community and protect those opportunities for future, future generations, for our children. And if that's not a good enough answer, I, I don't know. I'm not going to let evil just run rampant on our society. I just can't do it. Hey, so we have a couple of sponsors today. I'm going to start out with this just to knock it out here if I can. Um, IP Vanish is one of our sponsors today. If you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the Internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you or you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode doesn't always solve the problem either. IP Vanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IP Vanish helps you browse the Internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, and advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. That means that your private details, passwords, communication, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. And IPVanish is offered today for this month for... Our listeners at Conservative Daily, 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee, just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. You're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on. So take your privacy back with a brand that's rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to IPVanish.com daily. Use the promo code daily and claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com daily with promo code daily. Okay. One advertiser is gone. <laughs> and yes, I do have IP Vanish. If you're wondering, because I always get that. Do you, do you have IP Vanish? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. I do have IP Vanish. All right, so let's jump into it. And guys, listen. If you're what what, what happened here? We we have a thing show. What what are you what are we doing? What are you doing? Over Please there? take that down. What are you, what is this? What what is that? What is going on here? What, why is that guy taking over our screen? Mr. Producer. Mr. Producer. There we go. Can we take that? Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I have no idea what just happened. Um, no idea. It had it. Whoa. You all right, Mr. Producer? You good? I clicked the four. Okay, you clicked the four. Do we need to come in uh, there? Yeah. Oop. A1, Mr. Producer. Let's jump into Musk. All right. A1. A1. There we go. So, Go ahead. All right. Twitter shares, uh, which is... Uh, Great for them because they were bleeding. They were bleeding. They were down 70% over the year. Twitter shares close up 27% after Elon Musk takes 9% stake in social media company. So the left is freaking out, uh, mainly because the most powerful, wealthiest man in the world who makes uh, Jeff Bezos look like a peasant, uh, you can take that down, has purchased a significant enough stake in Twitter that he becomes a board member and... They're at the whim of his uh, advisory because moving forward. Listen, you know what would happen if he sold off his 9.2% shares? You know what would happen? If he uh, tanks it on, on himself, that would be hilarious. But he would. Yeah. He'd be like, yep, I'm out. Cash me out. All not Get by. But why is he saving? This is one of the things I said. Why is he saving Twitter? 
I mean, Twitter's going to die without an Elon Musk stepping in. I think he looks at it, you know, how he looked at, you know, when he created PayPal and created these other companies. He's taking a company, you know, that was dying. It was, it was down more than half its value since 2020. And he's viewing it as a business opportunity. He's viewing it as an opportunity to troll because he's very good at it. Uh, troll a significant amount of the media and the left. And he has been a, 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 a committed uh, proponent of free speech. And it's very much in, in Musk's, uh, Musk's fashion to do this. To you know, Over the past few days, he was running uh, polls on Twitter and, 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 and alluding to uh, something like this. And then he does it, and the media goes nuts. And so it should be a really interesting uh, development to see what he demands as, as a board member, the changes he demands, and how that is piecing together in the bigger picture as all of the, the narrative starts to crumble with uh, the Hunter Biden laptop, with the administration, as it starts falling to pieces. Very real reality I think we're going to be looking at is that uh, they go and reinstate all of these accounts. I mean, you have congressmen and, 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 and political officials. Me. And the president and Joe over here. <laughs> uh, you know, I got, having, I got canceled from, I got canceled from it. Having been deplatformed. And then, you know, what happens if all of a sudden, you know, it's like waking up from a bad dream. Everyone's back online and it's a free for all. The, 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 the echo chamber has been removed. The discussions return to the current state of affairs as to what's happening. And so the Biden, the Biden regime should be very terrified by the reality of this, just as... Uh, I don't know if it's that. I don't know if I'd get terrified by this. I mean, this isn't exactly what I'd say get terrified well, over. Well, it, it, it's, it's a merger and acquisition of the corporate uh, tech oligarch that has taken place. And so what they'll continue saying to the public is, oh, well, yeah, you have Getter, you have this, you have that. Those are just right-wing fringe. And so they'll essentially in the eye of the moderate, of the mainstream, of the person that is not connected uh, or as involved as a lot of people on our side are, it will provide a, a, a moderation platform for the truth for those people that aren't nearly as, you know, oh, well, you know, I deleted Facebook, I deleted Twitter. So it, it's... But, but why, why, why feed these beasts? I mean, I guess at the, at the end it's of the day, a necessary there's, there's other, but why didn't he sense. take $2.6 billion and drop it into like a truth social or drop it into the things? I mean, I'm trying to get in the mind of Elon Musk and what he's thinking here. Because and the platform is not evil. It's the people that control it. I think That's he's going to dig into Twitter and figure out that there's not a whole lot of people that use it. That expose it's not a, it. it. I'm sorry? Expose it. Expose, yeah, expose it. that. that. That they're using bots and they're using all these fake profiles, and then you just have the trashy people out there that use it. But most people don't use it. Most people don't use Twitter. They just don't. I, I, think, it's, I think it's a good, I don't want to use this term, but red pill for a lot of people that sit on the sidelines uh, and, and, and consume their information from a very uh, surface level source. So it also uh, diminishes any argument that the tech and the media companies have in saying, well, you know, oh, well, you know, it wasn't on Twitter, it wasn't, you know, it, w 
this whole notion that they've managed to indoctrinate people with is that if you've been canceled from Twitter, it is for a, a justifiable reason, and therefore any information pertaining to that individual does not apply and should not be taken. So he's returning that uh, access and oh, I, I think restoring credibility for the average person that consumes information, but, but we'll see. So you, 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 did you see this? <laughs> his, Which one? His tweet. Put up A2. Hi, hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tweet from Elon Musk yesterday at 10 o'clock, and he just says, oh, hi, LOL. <laughs> well, read the bottom ones. Read the. <laughs> so then you have the socialist party that says, hi, biggest Twitter shareholder. What are you going to do with your Twitter powers? Oh, the bottom one's better. And the bottom one says, thank you for helping to save Western civilization, you African-American hero. He is technically an African-American. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it is, it is by far, if you were going to troll, <laughs> if you were going to troll the radical left, that is exactly what you do. It's like, I just dropped $3 billion trolling <laughs> you. I dropped $3 billion to enrage you and then, then take over your company. It's, it's a, a, a style that's uniquely Musk. And so then you start uh, hearing, you know, the left do damage control in that, you know, Musk is a big threat because he's he's very much on the side of Trump. He's very he's uh, very Trump esque in his uh, uh, using Twitter as a platform to uh, be mean or, you know, anger his opposition or fight with his opposition. And so now that's, you know, look at articles coming out in the Daily Beast. You're, you're looking at the next you know, narrative they're going to have is that Trump is Musk and Trump is uh, Musk is evil and and he must be removed because he spreads white supremacist uh, hate speech talking points. So there's a there's actually an interview. I don't I don't I think it's Barbara Walters or something. I don't really care. Uh, A five she uh, starts cornering him. Uh, this is probably a year earlier, cornering him about his tweeting habits and likening him to Trump. You tweet a lot. I, I use my tweets to express myself. <laughs> Some people use their hair. I use Twitter. Well, but you use your tweeting to, to kind of get back at critics. You Rarely. Have, you kind of have little wars with the press. Twitter is a war zone. If somebody's going to jump in the war zone, it's like, okay, you're in the arena. Let's go. Okay. Who does that Bam! sound like? I don't know. Who does it sound like? It sounds like a guy who lives at the White House. Oh, that guy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> He's very good at Twitter. I know. <laughs> I think the president is amazingly good at Twitter. Do you see any similarities between you and him? Um, I mean, there's not, there aren't zero similarities. Do you support him? I, I, I think there are some things that I think are good, like the Space Force. Um, I, but I, there are some things that I think are not good, like support for oil and gas. And his position on the environment, global warming. We, we obviously do not agree on the environment. All right. So I, I think there's there's another layer to this that he as as a you know whether it's SpaceX or Tesla is he's being pushed into a corner where he had to make a move like this because as as you put together the bigger con here and we've we've discussed this on earlier shows, China. And uh, the uh, administration wants Musk out of the picture because there's an extreme level of profitability if they can get him out of the picture. One, mainly for the electric vehicle market, you know, the whole Green New Deal, they want to have it in their, their field. And he has not played game when it comes to 
that part of the left's uh, agenda. And, th and then you're looking at what happened in Kazakhstan and Afghanistan and the lithium mines being handed over to uh, the Chinese via the Biden administration. And I'll wrap it up on this, that uh, Apple is entirely positioned out of China with their current infrastructure for all of their technology lines to start rolling out the iCar. You can look into the iCar as something that is a year or two out. So, you know, whether it's this massive tax attack that just came out of the Biden administration after uh, going after people like Musk, there is a, a, a point in which someone like Musk, who is heavily invested in huge companies, needs to blow the whistle that his very own government, uh, accompanied by the media, Twitter, one of them, is doing their best job to destroy everything here domestically. So I think there's another layer to it that we're not seeing it's just right Twitter. now. I mean, look, it, it's a great it's a great start. I mean, Elon, it's a great start. Elon, I think it's great that you did be bought nine point two percent. You need to buy another uh forty forty one percent basically. Yeah. I think his cap is at fifteen percent. That's what they set it at. They set his cap at fifteen percent. Oh, he could always just buy through the public market, though. I mean, he could buy, he, he could literally go in and buy just a thousand, a million shares at a time, right? And do a hostile takeover. It, it is possible for him to get to fifty percent. Um, but that that's not the only. Twitter to me is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It is to you, but it wasn't. Oh, think of what it did over the past four years. Okay, think it doesn't, of what it, it did. It didn't do it, anything. It no, did nothing. No, it, it did everything. It, it, it manipulated the American population to the highest degree. It influenced elections. It influenced the censorship of information that was not okay. allowed. So, so is, he gonna go out, is he going to go out and buy uh, Google? Is he going to buy enough on Google where he can stop well, Google to say, from doing it? To say it's How? nothing, is, is I think is, it, Twitter was everything. Twitter had a massive hand. In, in the current state that we're it's in It's not right true. Now. It's not true. This is all a facade. There's not enough people that use Twitter. I'm sorry. It, you know why their market cap is only like $50 billion? It's because not a lot of people use it. Well, because the, it, but the it mainstream media use, But the mainstream media uses it to prop things up. The mainstream media uses Twitter to insert in things. It served its purpose. So they cast it to the side. They don't right. care if the shareholders get screwed. And then now Musk is looking at it as an opportunity. And... Yeah. And, and can do the inverse or the reverse of, of what was what Twitter was used to do, which was, did terrible damage to American media, American information, right. and, and, and how Americans consumed it. Right. I don't think I'm wrong. but I, I don't think you're wrong, but I don't think it's a significant. I think it's, no. it's not a nothing burger, but it's, it, you know, it, it, it allows for people to see a different side. And I think that as Elon starts to invest in different technologies, because that's what he's doing. But I want to come back to something he said to Barbara Walters, who, by the way, needs to retire. I thought she died. She's not dead. Did she die? I thought she's she didn't dead. Die. Mr. Producer, check it. <laughs> she died. Uh, guys, tell me if Barbara Walters she's died. She's dead. No. no. She's dead. Did I she die? Yeah. She just did that interview. No, that she was like a year ago. No, she did an interview. And that was a year ago. No, Barbara Walters not dead. Tell me she's Is not she, dead. She's Is dead. she dead? Oh, my gosh. Is she dead? No, she's not dead. Oh, See, get out of here with your fake news. This is why you know we should probably pre-record at times with That's Jake. Betty White. Betty White. Betty White. Betty White, yeah, Betty White did that. That was twenty. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen. As as we want to talk about something else that he said, and and by the way, it wasn't. It was Leslie Stahl. That's right. It was not Barbara Walters. Ah. Sorry, Barbara Walters did retire. Sorry. Okay, got it wrong. All, all white people look the same. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> can I say okay. that? No. I can say that. No. All right, listen. One of the things that, that Elon said is that Trump and him do not agree on, um, on the climate issues, right? Mm-hmm. So just to, to, to clarify, and this, this is what bothers me, and it, it bothers me to the point where I think about it every time I walk over the trash can to put something in it. Everything that we have today comes in some plastic wrapper with cardboard over top of it. We create so much trash. It's unbelievable. And I look at it and I go, man. And then you go to the landfills and you're filling these landfills. You got 300 million people in the U.S. It, it, is, it is literally not sustainable to put stuff into a, in the ground and build houses on top of it. It's not sustainable. It, it, it will never be sustainable. It's not sustainable. So we've got to come up with some ideas. I don't believe that the, the, the ocean going up a quarter of an inch is going to affect us. I just don't. I do believe us taking trash and putting it in the ground is going to at some point affect our, our water. It's going to affect our, our ground soil and things like that. So, I mean, there are some things that we, we most Americans are responsible people. They want to leave the place better than they arrived, right? And maybe, maybe that's a different platform that we can create where we say, hey, listen, I just don't want to do landfills anymore. I, I don't want to do landfills. And if, we, and if we look at it, Saudi Arabia does it. Every piece of trash that goes through Saudi Arabia either gets put to compost or gets recycled. It goes through an assembly line. People will sit there and they, like, sort it, right? And they clean bottles, and then they'll chop up the bottles into little pieces, and then they use that again in something else. So the, I think that we have to start looking at things a little differently than, than Trump is right about everything. President Trump's right about everything. And, or we're right about everything because we're not. Now, with, with that said, there are some things that, tr that, that Musk thinks that I can't agree with at all. What's at, that? At all. That uh, AI is going to take over the world? <laughs> I, 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 think, I think it's an inevitability. It's yeah. just whose hands does it fall into? Well, you got and Harari. Exactly. So, so I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't write, I wouldn't write that off. So we have a funny clip here, I think. Yeah, this is this is the last one on the subject of Musk, and then we'll get into the wonderful crime family that is right. squatting in the White House. A six, let's play. It. And this is Trump. That's for the audio version on Twitter. Your favorite president is back. <laughs> Council spending. Yeah! Everybody starts cheering. Because Trump is back on Twitter. Oh my God! <laughs> Look at that! Holy smokes, man! <laughs> and that was Elon Musk looking at the screen when it says, "Your favorite president is back." How long do you think it took for, from that news breaking until Trump was like, "Someone, give me a phone. I want to call Elon. <laughs> Elon, can I please, can I please have my Twitter back, please?" And one of the things you guys should know is that it put up A3, um, Elon Musk is joining Twitter's board of directors and teases significant improvements. Elon Musk will join Twitter's board of directors after taking a 9.2% stake in the social media company, according to a, a released file with the SEC. Twitter shares jumped in the morning through conversation with Elon in recent weeks. It became clear that to us that he would bring great value to the board. <laughs> CEO Parag um, Agarwal said in a tweet, and by the way, Parag is the piece of trash that literally increased uh, silencing people 
and uh, freedom of speech. I, and I think he took that stance because he's like, please don't, please don't fire me. Please don't. I really enjoy this job. I really enjoy the money. Please don't have Musk uh, end up terminating me. Or, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. He's going to get terminated because he's I just a socialist whole, piece I hope of trash. The whole board gets wiped out. Yeah. So, so, so let's jump into uh, Biden. I mean, I think that. So I know you said this wasn't like a big deal, and we'll fight about this later. But the whole idea that now things are starting to change, where a, a, a broader scope of Americans, uh, the less informed, can now maybe stand the chance to be informed. So we'll, we'll get to the subject of Joe Biden. And A7 is a cut of Joe Biden when asked about his uh, son's involvement in Ukraine. And this is this is where he's going to entrap himself is by compl- uh, uh, claiming complete um, ignorance when it comes to this matter of the Hunter Biden laptop, the Metabiota emails, the funding, uh, the deals with the Chinese, all of this, because it's a lie. We've, we've seen the emails. We've seen the, the text communications. Hunter was the bag man for his father. All and right. so, A7, Mr. Producer. Vice President Biden, there have been questions about the work your son has done in China and for a Ukrainian energy company when you were vice president. In retrospect, was anything about those relationships inappropriate or unethical? Nothing was unethical. Here's what the deal. With regard to Ukraine, we had this whole question about whether or not, because he was on the board, I later learned of a Burisma, a company, that somehow I had done something wrong. Yet every single solitary person when he was going through his impeachment, testifying under oath who worked for him, said, I did my job impeccably. I carried out U.S. policy. Not one single solitary thing was out of line. Not a single thing, number one. Number two, the guy who got in trouble in Ukraine was this guy trying to bribe the Ukrainian government to say something negative about me, which they would not do and did not do because it never, ever, ever happened. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about? China. China. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else this is has called made deflection, guys. What deflection. President Trump, let me, let me ask way, my question to you. But could I just one, one thing? Very quickly. His son didn't have a job for a long time, was sadly <laughs> no longer in the military service. I won't get into that. And he didn't have a job. As soon as he became vice president, Burisma, the not, the best lo- not the best reputation in the world, I hear they paid him 183000 a month. Listen to this. 183, and they gave him a $3 million upfront payment. All right. And he had no I, energy I'm going to let the vice president That's respond to that quickly, and then dishonest. I need to get to a question to you. Very No quickly, basis for that. Everybody investigated that. No one said anything he did was wrong in Ukraine. That did not age well. You can, you can, no. That did not age well. No. So. No, it, it, I did nothing wrong. He's the only one that he got from no, China. He He's made the only no one. Money. He made no money. Uh, you Play can it. look at you can look at oh hold on you look at all you know that, that was it you see you, that guy see that guy play it play it you see that guy number one bullshit guy so someone in the link sent a number shirt one that bullshit has guy that on a shirt and i think <laughs> i think i'm gonna get it for you joe wee woo woo wee woo wee <laughs> this is uh this Go ahead. Is, no no we are not going anywhere until we play that for you, mr uh what, what are you a, are you a small am i a small i'm gonna get this for you I don't know where you put it. One sec. Are you serious? We're, we just we just missed the moment. That should be queued up at all times. That we should play the a audio. Big red emergency yeah, button. Emergency, just like the little number one bullshit. I want to be able to, number one bullshit. Oh, you guy. see this guy? See this guy? Number one number bullshit, bullshit guy. guy. He do the wee woo wee woo <laughs> because he have to go in front of the traffic. Look what I do. Twenty two and he and do, do wee woo wee woo. 
That is Biden, the wee woo wee woo number one bullshit guy. But it's okay, Joe. <laughs> the swamp creatures have come out in defense of Joe Biden, Mr. Producer <laughs> A8. The irony of this, Joe, uh, as Musk actually said, if she, uh, if she could have died of irony, she would be dead. Uh, if Ron Klain could die of irony, he would be dead. Ron Klain, and I'll get into Ron Klain. Ron Klain, he's a wonderful man, by the way, Joe, you know this. Ron Klain says Biden is confident Hunter Biden did the right thing as federal investigation Guys, heats up. listen, they're liars. Take this down. They are liars. They lie about everything. Everything they lie about. There is nothing that they have told us the truth about. Fauci literally killed beagles. He tortured beagles. And then you know what? The world was like, oh, what are you talking about? I to tortured what? Oh, no, those aren't real videos. Those aren't real. Those aren't real videos. Oh, Twitter, take it down. YouTube, take it down. Facebook, take it down. Fact checkers, tell them it's not true. This is, we are living in bizarro world. We should put Fauci in a lab and see how he likes it while oh, sand fleas you, eat him. If, if, That's an if idea. it pops off, if it pops off, and by the way, the American people, I said it yesterday, I want to say it again. When I was talking yesterday about these radical leftists, you know, the Antifites like uh, Kyle Clark at Nine News in Denver and Sean Beadle. Sean, yeah, sure, the, the man. Uh, I, Heidi, you know, sorry. Or, I mean, we could talk about nationally. There's a, there's a journalist in, based out of uh, uh, Seattle that I, I decided I would do a couple interviews. But it got on the screen, and I looked up, and its name was, was Samantha or something. And I looked up, and it, and it had a mustache. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I go, are you a man or a woman? <laughs> and... And well, I'm, I'm a woman. And I was like, you sound like a man. Well, put in some effort and get rid of the mustache, please. <laughs> no, no. I said, what were you born as? Well, I, I was born as a man. Okay, the conversation's over. We're not having this interview. Click. And you'd say, Joe, that's homophobic. No, it's not. It's go get help. Go do whatever you have to do, right? You got recruited. You know, I'm sorry that we didn't catch it at, a, at, a, at an earlier time with gender fluidity in school, but no, I'm out. Okay, so, <laughs> so the reason why I bring that up is uh, I don't uh, actually know why I'm bringing it up. Uh, well, <laughs> probably just mad. Uh, on the subject of uh, Ron Klain, A9, Mr. Producer, we're going to do a little bit of a dive into Ron Klain uh, because once the dots connect over the past ten years to where he is now. Uh, uh, Obama says, con this is from 2014, I believe. Obama says, considering appointing uh, an Ebola czar on lead U.S. effort. So Ron I use the Klain, word czar, by the way. So Ron Klain is actually cited in the Hunter Biden Metabiota emails in which they're trying to get an introduction. I don't know what degree he was involved, but A10, Mr. Producer, pull up A10. This is where, this is why you probably think I'm a Fed Joe is because I, I dig through information and see things that other people overlook. So there just came out today about Ron Klain and like this was the breaking news on Ron Klain is that there all of a sudden are communications where Ron Klain was going to Hunter asking Hunter to raise $20,000 for residence improvements while Hunter or while Joe Biden was the VP. So that's the big breaking news that was was out today. But no one even knows about this. So we're actually the first ones covering it. So this is an email. Uh, Hunter CC'd on it. Devin Archer, he's in jail because he um, screwed over the Native American tribes uh, for tens of millions of dollars. Uh, can, uh, and the email goes, subject, Ebola czar and Metabiota. Can we introduce Nathan to the Ebola czar today. The Ebola czar 
is Ron Klain. We signed our term sheet to lead their next round yesterday. Nathan said he'd love an intro. Thanks. You can pull that down. So what do you expect to hear from Mr. Klain, as we previously showed, that he says the whole investigation into Ukraine, he, he has faith in the justice system that faith he, will, in the justice system. he will not be, uh, you know, found, uh, you know, whether Hunter or Joe will be will not be, you know, ensnared in all of this uh, uh, treason. So we'll go to A11. You know, this is a guy that was being introduced to a company that had a massive financial interest in the instance of pandemic took place. Uh, A11, Mr. Producer, the guy just spends the whole time pointing his finger at Trump. And it's not really a surprise when you see and right now he serves on the covid response team. He's the uh, he's former chief of staff to Biden. And, and now he's on the covid response team. So it, it, all, all the dots of the course of, of 10 years start to add up. And that's why I think going to the subject of Twitter, there's there, there's there's an important opportunity where if this information starts really pouring out that a new platform might start allowing it again. A A11, please. Everyone knows that America is facing a real challenge from the coronavirus. I'm going to break it down for you. First, a word on how things got so bad. The coronavirus that's been spreading around the world started spreading in January of 2020. Some countries acted quickly. What did President Trump that is do? That not true. He downplayed it. It's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will disappear. Trump's slow response to this crisis is no surprise. Back in 2015, when I finished serving as White House Ebola Response Coordinator, I urged President Obama and Vice President Biden to set up a permanent White House Pandemic Prevention Response Office so we'd be ready for the next one. They did, and that office Bill was Gates doing a great job. But in 2018, Donald Trump abolished that office. So when the coronavirus hit our country, no one on the National Security Council staff was put in charge. Instead, Donald Trump sent a message to the bureaucracy. This isn't a big deal. I don't want to hear it's a big deal. No one should act like it's a big deal. From the very beginning, Donald Trump had a don't test, don't tell mindset. As a result, at the time we're taping this, only about 150 Americans out of every 1 million has been tested, while in Korea, almost 4,000 out of every million people. So uh, th when you look further into the emails, all they go on about is the genetic testing, the testing services, Black and Beach deals with the federal government for their uh, mobile mobile testing units and their, and their medical supplies, and, and, and all of these components that a select group of people, all the, the same group that's, you know, adamantly denying any wrongdoing here as the truth starts to seep out and, and it's picking up steam. They're sitting there telling us, you know, not not to listen, not to look at it. And all of these people were massively uh, financially positioned to rake in hundreds of millions of dollars through their private equity investments to rake it in at our expense. And so I think really the truth that they're trying to keep from coming out is that a handful of people at the highest level of government were directly involved and invested in and 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 uh, advanced a, a a global pandemic funded by us through grants and subsidies to institutes like the Wuhan Institute of Virology through the metabiota projects in Ukraine the science projects that are mentioned on the emails and so is it a far-fetched idea joe to sit there and say that not only, not only did these people steal an election, not only did they make tons of money off of a pandemic, 
but they also created all of it. They, they, create, they created it, put it out there. They knew it was going to happen back in 2015 because they had been planning it. And, and I want to tell you that the radical left is a very patient group of people that basically want to sneak things in the back door until it becomes, you know, I, I would like to call them side, uh, sidewalks. Right, so you have these sidewalks over here, and then you're getting ready to take a right, and all of a sudden you take a right, they keep you distracted, and they build another sidewalk to your left. And then you turn around, the sidewalk's there, well, it already dried. So by the time it dries, you turn around, it looks like it's been there for years. So that's the mentality of the radical left. I want to tell you something, though. You, you know, as we start talking about this Klein guy, and we can, I don't want to watch the rest of the video. If you want to watch the rest of the video, you can put it in the thing. I don't, I don't actually want to watch the rest of the video of a guy that's going to sit there and lie. And that's all he's doing is lying. The radical left, let me just tell you something. The radical left is literally a group of traitors. So you have Americans over here, which are, you know, Democrats, Republicans, independents. And people, by the way, are moving away from Democrats and Republicans and becoming independents. I mean, there should be an independent party. There should be an American first party. I, I truly believe that there are tons of Republicans and Democrats that, that are walking away from them because they're trash. And both sides are saying that there's no election fraud. Well, mounting evidence of election fraud keeps being pushed out there. Mounting evidence of election fraud. And so, same thing with the pandemic. We knew that it happened in Wuhan, so what did they do? All the things come out and said, hey, we're not going to let you push this out there anymore. We're going to say it's misinformation. We have our, our people out there that are fact-checking. Most of the fact-checkers ended up being media, uh, you know, guys that were chasing down A-listers in, in, in Hollywood. They, they became the experts on things and saying, oh, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. At some point, we have got to get to the place where we just spout truth. That, that really is what it comes down to, and hold them accountable. And so we talk about these things, and Jake, I'm going to challenge you on this as well. We have to work the problem. And the problem is, is that we have to make sure that we stay in their face, stand together collectively. Maybe collect, I believe starting a new party is actually the thing we have to do. I, I truly believe in order to break the back of both of those, you can create a super party. I'm talking about a party so big. We should do that. We should just start one. But a party that's so big that is fundamentally the only thing that it concentrates on, the only thing that it concentrates on, this party concentrates on, is listening to the will of the people. I mean, it's a, it's a novel concept. Novel concept. Listening to the will of the people who are overwhelmingly saying, America first. America first, America first, America first. We're tired of doing all this. We, we, we've given out all of our money to all of these other countries, and we're becoming less stable as a nation as a result of that. Well, they'll never, they'll never let it go as, as, uh, until the, the money fountain dries up. And, and, and oh, oh. got to do an ad read real quick. So CrowdHealth, this, this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, CrowdHealth. Um, so the healthcare system is broken. You all know it's broken. So CrowdHealth is a different way of doing this. Your, your health is being bought and sold to the highest bidder, politicians, hospitals, big pharma. Health insurance companies make huge profits. By the way, 81% of every dollar that you pay, 81% of every dollar you pay into that goes to administration and profits. Um, lobbyists are fighting to make sure that you won't have any competition and that you won't have any options. So CrowdHealth's disruptive technology puts your health care decisions back in your hands, saving you money and cutting, the middle, cutting out the middlemen. It's not insurance. Um, it's what insurance should be. So CrowdHealth is in health insurance, and that's why it works. So there's no deductibles, networks, complicated exclusions, or copays. 
see any doctor you want, pay the first $500 to submit any bill from there. The Crowd Health community takes care of the rest. Crowd Health is a new way to pay for health care. No doctor networks, no huge premiums or high deductibles and no surprises. Uh, this is how it works. You pay one monthly uh, total to fund your account, less than $200 a month for most people. 100% of your monthly contribution directly funds and reduces the healthcare costs of the community. Unlike insurance, you're not limited by doctor networks. How does, Health, how does it lower your costs? By up to 60%. Um, unlike insurance, it succeeds in keeping its members happy, not by driving up the price. So CrowdHealth helps members shop for great care at a fair price, makes payments to doctors and members as quickly as possible, and negotiates on the community's behalf when unexpected bills arise. It totally reverses the vicious incentives to get healthcare system into the mess in the first place. So how you can actually, uh, you know, join this, stop paying health insurance companies your hard-earned dollars, go to joincrowdhealth.com now and experience freedom from health insurance. Right now you can get your first six months for just $99 per month, that's almost 50% off the normal price, and a lot less than the high deductible healthcare plan. Just go to joincrowdhealth.com and use promo code freedom at sign up. That's joincrowdhealth.com, promo code freedom. Uh, this is a disclaimer. Uh, crowd health is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms and conditions may apply. All right. <clears throat> that one's gone. So as, as we get further into this, we see the gaslighting that's happening. And, and it, it is 100% gaslighting on the Hunter deal. Oh, there's nothing to see here, nothing to see here. They use the mainstream media. They write bad things about it. They go to rules for radicals. Rules for radicals is attack the person, do not attack the community, do not attack the organization. When they have trouble attacking the person because the person doesn't care, then they'll attack the organization. Case in point, they've attacked me, they've lied about me. You know, we're, we're just hemming up all the lawsuit loose ends to go after uh, crap bag Kyle Clark, go after Sean Beadle and others. And we're just going to continue to go down this path where we start suing these people. But they want to attack me. They want to attack FEC. They want to attack America First Movement. They want to attack people who are looking out for accountability in our election systems. They want to attack people who don't want to get the vaccines. You see this? They're just constantly attacking us, right? So the only way they get past that is just to stand together, stand up. And when they come at us, we literally, with force, push them back. Here's, a, here's another uh, interesting snippet on claim before we shift into the more more of the wonderful administration doing damage control yep. a, a 12 mr producer I, I hadn't even seen this until this morning well, welcome back new emails revealing biden's chief of staff ron Klain, reached out to hunter biden back in 2012 wanting help raising twenty thousand dollars for the vice president's residence the email reading in part this we need to keep this low, low key because raising money for the residents is now bad PR. Meanwhile, a grand jury is not looking at PR, but a witness in Hunter Biden's Peterson. federal tax program. This is a man that has the utmost faith in the establishment and the Justice Department not finding anything wrong as he spent the past 10 years doing dark alley backdoor deals. Uh, at the people's expense. You know, I think that the further we get down the pathway, the further we get down the pathway of Hunter Biden, I think that this is where this is where the bow breaks. This is where we get to the place where I think the American people are going to finally say, all right, we, we, they're not going to do anything. They, they literally have created a cabal. They've created a mafia. 
and they're taking everything from us. And I think that's the point by which people are going to start standing up and saying, I'm not paying taxes anymore. I'm not going to go feed your system. I'm not going to buy your stuff. I'm literally going to shut down the economy. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter at this point. We don't live in a free nation. I think that's where we're at. I think we're at that place where this will be the that'll be it'll be key to whether or not the systems of the judiciary are even fundamentally working. I agree. We have a few more cuts, but you know I don't know which way you want to take this. But A thirteen is after Biden said that no money was made in China, uh, with uh, when when that was during the primaries in twenty sixteen that no money was made by Hunter in China, well, that has also proven to be a complete lie. A13, Mr. Producer. We also have new information this morning about an ongoing investigation into President Biden's son, Hunter. Federal officials are looking at his foreign business dealings, including his ties to a Chinese energy company. Senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge is in Washington. She's been following this for us. Catherine, good morning. Good morning, Tony. The investigation began as a tax inquiry years ago and has expanded into a federal probe involving the FBI and IRS. A source familiar with the investigation now tells CBS News two men who worked with Hunter Biden when his father was vice president were called to the grand jury last fall. Multiple sources tell CBS News that the federal investigation into Hunter Biden's business practices is broader than previously known. The probe is exploring whether the younger Biden and his associates violated tax, money laundering and foreign lobbying laws. Records reviewed by CBS News and documents released by Republicans in Congress indicate multiple financial transactions involving an energy company called CEFC. Republicans accuse the business of being an arm of the Chinese government. In 2017, the year Joe Biden left the vice presidency, a $1 million retainer was signed with a Chinese energy company for Hunter Biden's services as a lawyer. His client, a CEFC official, Patrick Ho, was later convicted on international bribery and money laundering charges for unrelated work in Africa. Here you have... Hunter Biden. This week on the Senate floor, Republican Chuck Grassley presented financial records that he said showed six-figure payments from the Chinese energy company to Hunter Biden's firm. This is $100,000 from what is effectively an arm of the communist Chinese government direct to Hunter Biden. Allegations about Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings reached a fever pitch during the 2020 campaign. Where's Hunter? And on Tuesday, former President Trump pushed an unproven claim about Hunter Biden's business dealings in Russia, calling unproven. on Vladimir Putin to release any damaging information. This is going to be the fourth I would impeachment think probe. Putin would know the answer to that. I think he should release it. This was the response from the White House. What kind of American, let alone an ex-president, thinks that this is the right time to enter into a scheme with Vladimir Putin? An attorney for Hunter Biden did not respond to CBS News regarding his business dealings. Last year, he told correspondent Anthony Mason on CBS This Morning that the president did not financially benefit. Have you ever given your father money from any of your no. business ventures? No. Nothing? Nothing. Directly or indirectly? Directly or indirectly. The White House declined to comment on the record and referred reporters to an earlier... He was paying his bills. He was doing renovations on his house. Uh, he, he, you know, he was buying vehicles. So it's, it's interesting on the subject of his client and the retainer. So the backstory to that, Joe, is that 
that Guy Patrick Ho retains Hunter as a lawyer, but that wasn't it. He One, you're not allowed to represent, you know, he's a Chinese national. What, do you, what is Hunter Biden going to use his law license in Beijing? Garbage. And so what it was, was a million dollar bribe in, in effect of please get the international uh, authorities off my back using your father's position, connections, and office. And, and Hunter Biden's not a criminal defense attorney. So a million-dollar retainer for his legal services, for his, his uh, you know, to be his lawyer is complete garbage. It was a, an indirect bribe to, you know, tap into high powers in Washington to try to mitigate the situation. And then that guy disappeared. He just went away. And actually, Joe, a lot of people are starting to disappear. Massive amount of people are fleeing. Uh, the administration resigning uh, the uh, little red uh, what's the red head well look we, we, we already know we, we absolutely 100% know that he had 10% for the big guy held by H that is true so you have you, you know that he's benefiting there you know that he's benefiting from having to give half of or, or having to pay half of his salary uh, to uh, pop everything that he said is a lie because they're liars and so, look, I, I, I'm not afraid to stand up and talk. I, I don't care what they do. I don't. But what I do care about is what you do. I do care what we decide to do collectively across the nation. What do we decide to do? How, how do we stop? How do you stop this from happening? And by the way, there's small cons, big cons. And right now, if you don't think that everything that's happening right now is playing out exactly the way they've war roomed it, it has. We're going to keep the American people on ice. We're going to tell them that they need to stay, you know, completely complacent and let the system work and let the judiciary work. And, you know, we'll just get new people in at the, at the midterm. It's not going to happen, guys. It's not going to happen. They're going to let small wins happen. They're going to make it let small wins happen. And then they're going to go back to stealing things as they start to perfect the election systems inside the computers in order to steal elections. They've been doing it all over the world. They've been doing it all over the world. The radical left is the devil reincarnate. I'm telling you right now, these people are radically evil. And, and it's not just the radical lefts that, that are on the Democrat side. They've infiltrated the Republican Party. These people are just as radical left in the RNC as they are on the radical left making decisions today. Mitch McConnell's a traitor. Let's just talk about the people that are in positions of power and authority in the GOP that are supposed to be representing our interests. Are our interests being served? Do you feel like you are better off that you've been handed back the reins of what is good for Americans? Do you? That piece of trash that is occupying the White House stood up and said, our worst times are ahead of us. He tells us. Yeah, we're going to go through that right now. The biggest thing that I tell people is, is how do you stand together? We've got all these organizations. So, you know, I, I want to put this up if we can, Mr. Producer, and then we'll go into that. Not only, not only is Biden under investigation, but while Biden is under investigation, the Secret Service, the Secret Service detail, put this up, Mr. Producer, is renting a $30,000 a month Malibu mansion as a part of Hunter Biden's security detail. 30000 a month to rent a Gorgeous mansion place. that overlooks the water. This is a true deal. The Secret Service is spending more than 30000 More no, than 30000 Yeah, <laughs> Not the Secret Service. They just have our checkbook. 
renting out a Malibu mansion in California to protect President Biden's son. Oh, I didn't say he's president. This did. Hunter Biden, according to a new report by ABC News. Hunter Biden, who is under federal investigation his foreign business dealings, has been staying in Malibu throughout his father's presidency, spending 20000 of his own wealth each month to rent out a mansion, according to the report. This is unbelievable. Take it down. You would think with all that money they made overseas yeah. that, you know. You, you are literally a slave. I just want you to understand who you are. You are a slave to these pieces of trash in leadership. You're a slave. They don't care about you. And by the way, you don't negotiate with terrorists. And that's what they are. They have terrorized the American people. They're terrorists. And they want to push us towards uh, one currency. They want to, you know, depopulate which is this whole thing with gender fluidity is that if you stop people from actually being normal, then they will stop having kids because they're abnormal and they can't have kids. Or they will let some freak show have a kid that'll teach them to be a bigger freak show in the next generation. This is the sickness that they're instilling inside of our society. And we're supposed to sit back and watch it and say, oh, this is normal. This is absolute normal. While they lie to us about everything. Everything they say is a lie. Everything they say is a lie. Not half of it, not three quarters of it, not 10% of it. Every comment that comes out of their mouth is a lie. They don't tell the truth about anything. And then the mainstream media props them up and attacks me, attacks others. Well, they give all of these pieces of trash, like Eric Coomer, or the judge in the case for Eric Coomer, that piece of trash Antifa you know, stand-in, gives them the ability to be corrupt in their environment. And we're supposed to just tolerate it. I'm done tolerating it. I'm done. So should you. So we've set up a couple things. One, we have a membership for Conservative Daily. I want you to know this. The Conservative Daily membership is just, if you want to support us, you can buy us a cup of coffee a month. That's the $10 advocate, right? You also get some facts and letters that you can send to Congress. We're also building out this system where you'll be able to call and leave a message and or call them. We'll just have a phone tree. And we're building it out on the the other side as well, so the side related to um, um, the local, so the state state level, so you can be able to talk to your uh, legislative group uh, on a state level as well. Um, and you have all the way up to founder. It's you know the the we, I, we get a ton of advocates and we get a ton of patriots, and we get a ton of defenders. So uh, pick as you will, um, but come join us at Conservative Daily. You can go to Conservative-Daily, and at the very top, it'll it'll have a part where you can join. Um, you can join there as well. So the other part is, is that we have finished building out FEC United's platform that's on commission. So it's on commissioned.global. Uh, it's also on the app store for um, Apple and for Google. Um, that platform allows for you to talk to people in your community. And so the whole concept is really simple. We're, we've built out a, um, a deal for the, like the Chamber of the Commerce across the country where you can just register in there that you're a um, you know, patriot business. And then we just want to condition people to only use that. Only go shop there. Only go buy your services there. Only go to those restaurants. Literally cut out and create an alternate path of technology, an alternate path of commerce, a, different, a whole different society so we can bleed them out. Since our federal uh, chamber of commerce is actively working against uh, domestic businesses, I'd say it's probably good timing. Yeah. Um, we, we do have one more... Um, we have one more sponsor, Liberty Cigars. Liberty Cigars. Go ahead, take that down. Liberty Cigars. 
I got another, I got another box that you guys did not get into. Um, but this has six presidents in it. It's one beautiful scar collection. Uh, so it'll have a George Washington, John, John Adams, Tom, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, and John Quincy Adams cigar. And on the President's Day, excuse me, it's not President's Day. Is it President's that was, Day? Uh, that was the release. That was the release. Uh, for, but, uh, so why, why did I have this in my read? If just for being a part of Conservative Daily, you get 17.76% discount on the earlier Republic Series. Go to Liberty Cigars and use the promo code, coupon code Liberty, and save 17.76% if you like cigars. Which ones did you guys smoke yesterday? I smoked uh, the Sam Adams, actually. Yeah. Sam Adams, it's a great product. Get a little bit of port with it as well. well. We're out of time. You have a protest to be at. Yeah, I got a protest to go to. Put that back up again if you want, Mr. Producer. A15. Um, we uh, are going to be down at the Capitol in um, Denver. And it's from 12 to 3 today. And you can literally hear so Mike Lindell will be there. Tina Peters will be there. Sharona Bishop will be there, who's America's mom. Rep Ron Hanks will be there. Um, I will be there. And it's today from 12 to 3 at the Colorado State Capitol. Um, additional speakers to be announced. By the way, it says Colorado State Capitol. It's supposed to be with an O, not an A. So somebody made a problem, made a, made a mistake there. Yep, I see that there. That was see not that? us, so. Not us. Not us. All right, take that down. Do you think Heidi, Sean, Sean Beetle will be there? Probably. She likes you. I, I'm, I'm all for it. She's your number one fan, actually. Number, number one bullshit guy. <laughs> so that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Um, if you like us, follow us on Rumble. If you want to hear us live, we're on conservative-daily.com. Uh, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Frank Speech and CloudHub. Um, if you want to hear us on the audio version when you're rolling down the road, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Podbean, I, TuneIn, and Audible. Um, go there, give us a five-star review, and um, share it with someone that needs to hear it. If you need a reminder when we go live, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517. And um, also, you can sign up for our newsletter below. Um, in the comments, and you go there, and we that way you don't miss any of our uh, updates that we have as well. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am your host, Joe Oltman. And I'm Jake Freyho. And remember, the fight to take back America is not one, but the only way we win is we all stand up and fight together and pray. You know, we know how this ends. God definitely wins, but we have to do the hard work. Having faith is just not enough. And frankly, that doesn't mean that we throw cupcakes that means we have to stand in the gap, and we have to be ready to defend this country and the soul of America. God bless you all.